0: Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important
1: issues. Today we honor the memory of Queen Elizabeth II, who has passed away at age 96. Was she a Christian? Many of you are asking, and I have an answer. We also interviewed Dr. Anthony Harper from Jerusalem about the upcoming Israeli elections.
0: Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmitt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name.
1: Queen Elizabeth II has passed away, as you know, and she was 96 years old, having been monarch, the Queen of England, since she was coronated 70 years ago, the longest reigning monarch in British history, having surpassed Queen Victoria, uh, who had, in the 1800s, ruled for 63 years. This Queen Elizabeth, everyone's asking me now, was she a Christian? Well, apart from the fact that she was head of the Church of England, of course nominally a Christian, the deeper question when, when people pass away is, were they born again? Will they go to heaven? Do they know Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior? Let's analyze some of the quotes that Queen Elizabeth uh, publicly stated before her passing. Here's one. I want to ask you all, whatever your religion may be, to pray for me on that day, to pray that God may give me the wisdom and strength to carry out the solemn promises I shall be making and that I may faithfully serve him and you all the days of my life. She said that 70 years ago when she was first coronated. Here's another quote, she says, for me, talking about her first personal faith, the life of Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace, whose birth we celebrate today is an inspiration and an anchor in my life, a role model of reconciliation and forgiveness. He stretched out his hands in love, acceptance and healing. Christ's example has taught me to seek and to respect the value of all people. Of course, besides numerous Christmas addresses, uh, here's uh, a quote about Jesus Christ and the historic contributions that he made She says, Jesus Christ was born 2000 years ago. This is the true millennium anniversary. This is back in in 2000, she may have said this. The simple facts of Jesus life, give us a little clue as to the influence he was to have on the world. As a boy, he learned his father's trade as a carpenter and then he became a preacher, recruiting 12 supporters to help him. But his ministry lasted only a few years and he himself never wrote anything down in his early 30s, he was arrested, tortured, and crucified with two criminals. His death might've been the end of the story, but when it came for the resurrection and with the foundation of the Christian faith, for me, again, talking about her personal faith, the teachings of Christ and my own personal accountability before God provide a framework in which I try to lead my life. I, like so many of you, have drawn great comfort in, with, in difficult times from Christ's words and example." End quote. There, in her own words, Queen Elizabeth professes Jesus Christ. Was she born again? Is she going to heaven? I'll leave that up to God. But uh, I'm also encouraged by another quote that we, fought, we saw it on Facebook. I couldn't, couldn't verify it, so we're not going to bring it to you. But in her private prayers with, with one of the vicars, he, he later told the story how she was praying that Jesus would return in her lifetime so she could cast her crown at his feet. Can you imagine the Queen of England worshiping Jesus Christ? Let's take a short break, when we come back, Dr. Anthony Harper from Jerusalem.
0: Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back.
1: The Bible says this in James 1, that pure religion before God and the Father is to visit orphans and widows in their trouble. You know, we have been sponsoring up to 259 orphans and children in one of the poorest states in India for many years, but now there is a famine of biblical proportions happening because of the unemployment there. We are sponsoring people who otherwise cannot feed themselves. We've given over $10,000 to feed up to 100,000 meals to the poorest of poor in one of the poorest states in the world. We need your support. We need your financial contributions. Can you help us? There's somebody out there watching who could give $1,000 or even $10,000 toward a matching gift for what we have already provided. Please donate today. PrayInJesusName.org is our website, or you can call us at 866-ObeyGod. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please help us feed the poor today. How can you discern the thoughts in your own mind from the thoughts that come to you from the Holy Spirit or from angels or from invisible demons. We've created a 17 part video Bible study on a four disc DVD set. This important Bible study series goes through Matthew, Mark, Luke and John. How did Jesus discern the spirits? How did the apostle Paul discern the spirits? What does the Old Testament say? about demons and the Holy Spirit and angels. We're offering a discount today. While supplies last, it used to be $99. Now it's just a suggested donation of $50. You get the entire four disc set and you learn how to discern the Holy Spirit, angels and demons, every mention in the Bible. Call us at 866 God. again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D or visit our website or write to the address on your screen. You can learn to discern the spirits.
0: Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps.
1: Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. Joined now live from Israel with Dr. Anthony Harper, who has jumped across the Atlantic. He is reporting from Jerusalem near the Knesset. Anthony, welcome to the program. What's going on in Israel?
2: It's great to join you uh, here in Jerusalem. But the big concern is about the, Arab, the Arabs joining the, the recent coalition government, and it's an alarming issue that I'm sensing from Israeli people here about that, that development. Uh, wondering about, really the issue is, can Israel have a stable government without the, the Arabs, Arabs in this coalition government? Uh, we know obviously that the uh, previous Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, Lost the election and Naftali Bennett had a shared prime minister position with Yair Lapid, but they could only do that if they had the Arab vote to join their coalition government. So I say that's a big, is a disturbing concern for a lot of Israeli people here.
1: So let me try to explain for our audience: uh, Israel is not like America in the sense that they have two major political parties. Instead, they have 10, sometimes 15 different, smaller political parties, and they all try to form coalitions to get to a slight majority, 51%, or or 61 members of the Knesset out of 120. So you're saying yeah. that now that Yair Lapid is the prime minister, because Naftali Bennett has resigned, uh, effectively they're going into new elections uh, this month. I mean, it's, it's right around the corner. Uh, but the Arabs, in November. Are, yeah. the Arabs are joining the far left to form their majority. What what price is that going to bear? What are they demanding?
2: Well, uh, not uh, very much right now. But there is a fear that, that they will be demanding a lot more. And and, and here's the issue here for uh, Dr. Chaps is the issue about the pay to slay program. Uh, there has been no effort, really. Uh, a significant uh, effort, or a successful effort, to stop the, the money going to to families that are uh, getting paid off for uh, their family members killing Jewish people. The pay to slay issue is happening, I had a Knesset member inter- interview at Knesset about that serious concern that he has, uh, and there is no uh, forcible accountability on that matter and that is a disturbing issue, not only for this Knesset member, but uh, for so, so many others that I'm hearing um, responses from.
1: So you said pay to slay. Is that like giving taxpayer dollars to the families of murderers who are in jail? Or uh, isn't that rewarding violence? I don't understand why they would do that.
2: Well, that's what's exactly that is happening. And I was talking about with this uh, member of Knesset, Sid Rothman. Uh, and he's with the Religious Zionist Party, but the issue is about tax revenue that is supposed to be going. Um, the tax revenue is coming in from the shipping, shipping that is going supposed to be going over to to the PLO area to Abbas, whatever, and Israel holds this money up until they somehow prove that it's not going to families family members that have had family kill Jewish people. So he's frustrated, uh, many Israeli people are frustrated about how to make sure that money is not being used by a boss to reward um, the people that kill the Jewish people. So the pay to slay, or uh, in the US, the Taylor Force Act, if you're familiar with that, uh, U.S. Senator James Rich has been involved with that many other people in the Congress. But uh, there has been no really uh, significant way to enforce and make sure that money is not reaching these families to reward them for the death of their family members killing Jewish people.
1: Wow. So bring me up to speed on the state of the Palestinian Authority. We know about Netanyahu may be trying to make a comeback in this coming election, but the Palestinian Authority has been in shambles, especially under the Trump years, when we stopped supporting Mahmoud Abbas directly. Now is Biden back in in bed with the Palestinian Authority and is Mahmoud Abbas getting funding from America? Uh,
2: Yes, uh, Abbas is getting, and the the POO is getting, Funding from America, definitely. Uh, the, the Biden administration is continuing to support for the Palestinian Authority, sending US dollars to the Palestinian Authority. You know, I, I did bring up at the White House questioned question the Press Secretary, Jennifer Saki, the previous press secretary, about the White House reconsidering supporting um, Palestinian Authority and their two-state sta- two solution, their pay-to-slave program, and Press Secretary Jennifer Saki said, there is no uh, Biden policy change on this matter. Money continues to go to the Palestinian Authority with no degree of accountability and to make sure that uh, people aren't rewarded for killing Jewish people here.
1: So there's a parallel here. When the, when the hard left is in power in America and the Biden administration is supporting the Muslims, not the Jews in, in Israel, that has repercussions in Israel where again, the hard left of the Arab party in the Knesset is now trying to pull the purse strings and, and and funnel not only Israeli tax dollars to the killers, but American tax dollars going to Israel and going into the pockets of the families of murderers who who are, you know, Crazy terrorists with the PLO. Uh, am I oversimplifying this? Is what? Did I oversimplify that, or is that what you believe?
2: Well, uh, yes. Well, that—that—that that, that is. I would explain further. That, uh, and I've been bringing this issue up to the White House. That they're. No money of the U.S. U.S. tax dollar money should be going in to fund terrorism whatsoever, unless there is some degree of accountability uh, to make sure that no money gets to these places. Uh, specifically, the example is UNRWA, the United Nations Living Force Agency, that I've been reporting on, right. uh, that President Trump defunded, but now the Biden administration has refunded this anti-Semitic UN agency.
1: So give us a a short handicap of the upcoming Israeli elections. Netanyahu and the Likud party want to run again, but they they seem to be coming short, 57, 58 members of the Knesset. uh, That's with the coalition. There's probably only 25, 26 members of Likud if they get that many. How does Netanyahu get a coalition to return to power?
2: That is a good question. Uh, uh, I, I think that he's gonna have to have more cooperation from the, uh, from the non-Arab Knesset members. Uh, uh, clearly, the the, the, Arab, uh, the Arab parties, the, the Knesset parties, are not the majority. This is a Jewish state, it's been made very clear. So really, if, if Netanyahu could get the other ones that are not the, the Arab uh, Knesset members to join with them, all of them to join with him, uh, regarding this, really a concern for a lot of Israel, people, the threat of, uh, of, of, you know, discontinued money to going to fund the terrorism is a very serious issue.
1: All right. Uh, our guest has been Dr. Anthony Harper. His website, imcnews.org. Let's take a short break and I'll be right back.
2: Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News.
3: Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and my employees and I want to thank each and every one of you for your support by bringing you the MyPillow that started it all. My Pillow's patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs regardless of your sleep position. Because it works, we've sold over 70 million MyPillows, and now I'm bringing it to you for the lowest price ever. For example, you get my standard my pillow now only 1988 with your promo code. Now's the time to get them for your friends, your family, your neighbors, everyone you know. My pillows make the best gifts ever. In the times we're in, one thing we all need is getting a great night's sleep. So go to mypillow.com or call that number on your screen now. Use your promo code and you'll get my standard my pillow for only nineteen eighty-eight. For a more custom fit, my premium queen only 2498 or my premium king only 2998. This is a limited time offer, so order now. My all season slippers are made with my exclusive four layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. They're finished with a breathable fabric so you can wear them all year round. And my new slides and sandals are made with patented impact gel, making them ultra comfortable and extremely durable. I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable footwear you'll ever own. So go to mypillar.com or call the number on your screen now to get your very own all season slipper slides and sandals for as low as $29.98 with your promo code. This is an introductory offer and it won't last long. So
0: order now. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps.
1: Welcome back, I wanna do another segment with Dr. Anthony Harper, who is live from Jerusalem. Anthony, you were saying before the break how the, uh, the terrorism funding is coming from American taxpayer dollars through the Biden administration, the Secretary of State. They give them directly to the Palestinian Authority, Mahmoud Abbas, and there are not currently safety checks in place to prevent those funds from going into terrorism and funding the families of terrorists, either in jail or, or suicide bombers. Uh, it, and are you saying that, is there a way for us to stop that?
2: Well, there is a way to, to put in these safeguards, but the Biden administration is not willing to put in those safeguards to make sure, uh, regarding the accountability, that none of the, the US tax dollars that is going to Palestinian Authority or UNRWA, that U, UN agency that is inside the kids of violence against the Jews, we have so much evidence that, that has happened. Uh, the Biden administration is not willing to put those safe safeguards into place to make sure that U.S. tax dollars do not reach uh, reach those uh, anti-Semitic uh, those uh, terrorists uh, terrorists and their terrorist activities. So that that is a very uh, alarming issue regarding the White House's unwillingness to uh, really prove that they have the safeguards in place. So they just want seem to be willing willing to say. Uh, Convince everyone that all of the tax dollars of the U.S. are really going into for good causes with with no with no uh, you know responsibility, no accountability on these matters, which is seems very foolish to me. And, and really, in, in, in indirect when you're supporting terrorism. It's 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 uh, very morally wrong. And a lot of U.S. tax do- U.S. taxpayers would be very upset. If they knew that there was no really checks and balances. To make sure that to safeguard those issues.
1: Okay, so let me shift to the upcoming Israeli elections in November. Uh, as we stated, there, all 120 seats of the Knesset are up for grabs. The the government has effectively been dissolved by Neftali Bennett when he resigned. Of course, he was the, the the conservative who betrayed the cause and formed a government with the left, but he couldn't he couldn't keep it in play. So now Yair Lapid is the interim. Uh, Prime Minister, he is a leftist, he is siding with the Arab coalition, but who is going to be the, the replacement on the right? If, if Netanyahu cannot form a coalition, because he's a little bit like Donald Trump, right? He has a hard time reaching across the aisle. Uh, and if Neftali Bennett is out of politics, he is now retired, is there any superstar coming up on the right who can start to form a right, center-right coalition?
2: Well, I'm not one of, uh, aware of one that actually would have enough votes to uh, make that happen. Uh, clearly, what's going to have to happen, to, uh, uh, Dr. Chaps, is that uh, Benjamin Netanyahu is going to have to reach around across the aisle for the survival of Israel. This is the issue I think all of those Knesset members, the non-Arab Knesset members, need to realize and they need to have one voice on the matter. It's for the survival of, uh, survival of Israel, with the rise of anti-Semitism. Which is greatly now that Iran may have all the, the weapon ma- the n- nuclear weapon material for that nuclear weapon, uh, Israel is facing a, a time of uh, as never before that is threatening the security of Israel, and for the sake of Israel, Netanyahu and the other parties, uh with with her party and the, all the different parties, Blue and White, Yamina. Um, All these different non-Arab business members are gonna have to come together. They're gonna have to make the case, it's the survival of Israel.
1: So uh, let's say things are status quo again, and and it turns out, you know, uh, say 58 seats on the conservative party, maybe 62 seats with an Arab coalition on the left, and the left retains power after these upcoming elections, which is hard to do, but let's say they pull it off. are there any hawks in the left, uh, who is who is the, the defense guy under Yair Lapid that would be willing? I know America has just sent um, refueling tankers to Israel. So the, the the fighter bombers that could go into Iran to take out their nuclear capability, they now have refueling capability to make that trip. Are there any hawks in the left willing to stand up the way that Naftali Bennett would have?
2: I know, of no one, uh, know that the defense minister, Benny Gantz, uh, uh, the concern about him is a sellout. If he's willing to join with Lapid and uh, Bennett, uh, having the anti-Semitic Arabs in a coalition government, Benny Gantz really has not proved by his agreement to the coalition government of his loyalty to Israel.
1: Okay, so these national security issues are at play and maybe the Israeli people should just vote for a conservative who will defend their country if Benny Gatz is not willing to, or if he has sold out his own cause to form a a coalition with the Arabs. Um, Are they going to form a Palestinian state? And and what parties are in favor of that?
2: Well, the, the current prime minister, Yair Lapid, is supportive of the Palestinian state idea. We know the White House, the Biden administration, is pushing for a Palestinian state idea, which really a lot of Israeli people do not accept. They know that withdrawing from Gaza has not brought peace. If you've seen the peace plan map that came out with Jared Kushner uh, and President Trump in, 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 in an alliance with the Saudi prince, you, you have a Palestinian state in the heartland of Israel. Is Most Israeli people, probably I mean, 99% are, are about that amount. They know that dividing Israel is makes Israel indefensible. They can't defend the territory having that large part of a Palestinian state in the center of Israel. There's no way that Israel could exist.
1: Okay, one last question. Uh, we are honoring the memory of Queen Elizabeth II, who passed away. Uh, tragically at the beautiful old age of 96, after 70 years in the monarchy of, uh, she was alive back in 1948, when Israel declared their independence, uh, just the same year that India declared their independence from the United Kingdom. Uh, Are there any reflections on the queen's relationship with Israel or is anyone there talking about this?
2: Well, uh, yes, uh, I've heard people talk about here in Israel about uh, the beloved Queen that the, the, the Queen uh, of England was very supportive of Israel that she was a strong Christian believer in support of Israel there There's deep sadness with and regret and and I'm sad to hear of the Queen's passing and uh, I'm, I'm believing that she's enjoying a much better experience uh, believing that she's in heaven right now and and uh, We need to pray For uh, the Queen's family, the new king, uh, the the new king of England. So it's it's really hard to imagine that we are going to refer to as a king now. And so um, just to pray, pray for the family and the great loss, and uh, pray for the new king, the king of England, that he will follow his mother's footsteps in strong Christian support and support of Israel.
1: Let's hope and let us pray. Father in heaven, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem and we pray for Dr. Anthony Harper as he is there and and, uh, on the scene, Father, we pray for his safety, but especially for restoration of your sovereignty over your land. Father, you gave that land to Abraham uh, and we pray that 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 pledge is fulfilled in our lifetime by the, the the, the unity of the people with the land, and that includes Judea and Samaria. We pray that that uh, the Muslim religion will not uh, prevail, but instead that the, the Jewish people will not only protect their homeland, but find fulfillment in Jesus Christ. We pray this blessing in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Our guest has been Dr. Anthony Harper. His website, imcnews.org. Our website is PrayInJesusName.org. Please donate today when you visit PrayInJesusName.org. We need your donations large or small to bring you these important reports or call us toll free at 866 God. Operators are standing by or just call for prayer. It's free at 866 God. We'll see you next time.
0: Do you need a physical or spiritual healing? Are you being tested or tried? When Jesus needed to pray, he went to the Garden of Gethsemane. Do you need to really connect with God? If you're visiting Colorado Springs, come see the Gateway Prayer Garden just south of the city along Interstate 25. Walk our prayer trails among the trees by the beautiful Fountain Creek. Stand to the foot of our large cross and connect with Jesus. Enter our life-size replica of the empty tomb and spend time reading key Bible verses etched in stone along our ground cross as big as a football field. Join our worship gatherings and plan to attend our annual Easter sunrise worship service. We're located off I-25, exit 132A at 8035 Bandley Road, just north of the KOA campground. Experience Jesus at gatewayprayergarden.org. That's gatewayprayergarden.org.